Hello, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about self-control. Um, but before we go into our topic, welcome to JNM Messages from God podcast. And like I said previously, our topic is self-control. And we'll be reading from Proverbs chapter 25. 25 verse 28 starting off with okay and the niv version says like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control okay so um what i got from this is that you know how a city has like loops it has walls it has people if a man or a woman cannot control their emotions or cannot control something about them. It is almost like a city that is flawless. So I like the background. And I think it's important to understand that the key to self-control is knowing the appropriate time and place to react and when not to react. Because like what the Bible says, a man without self-control is a city left in ruins. So when we can't control ourselves, we're like a city that is lawless and cannot maintain to build itself back together. For example, reconstruct. So, yeah. When I read this, I thought about how in Galatians 5, like, um, starts off in, like, I think around verse 20, um, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and one of them is um, self-control. And so when we think of this, like, they're obviously in the Bible for a reason, like love, um, peace, patience, kindness. Um, you can go on and on. Um, but one of the fruits that we bear when we have the Holy Spirit is self-control. So this is kind of just like saying, well, not that someone that's not a Christian can't have self-control because, or couldn't, you get what I'm saying. Um, but like everyone struggles with something. Maybe a Christian struggles with self-control. Um, but I feel like this is basically just talking about in general, like rurally, not that it can't apply to Christian people, it can too, um, but um, mostly we see in the world, we see people lacking self-control, especially nowadays. Um, but um, yeah, what Jessica was saying that um, when you think of that, like when you think of that imagery, like a city without walls that they're broken down, like it's just, it's chaos. Like it's kind of like what I feel like people think of, like when people are like, what about a zombie apocalypse? Like, I feel like that's what it would look like when you don't have self-control. And also to add on, we all go through moments where we don't know how to control our emotions. And the thing about this is that when Michaela and I were discussing about, like, what topics to talk about, I didn't, like, at the moment, I wasn't really thinking, and I said self-control. Like, I have self-control in mind. But I didn't think I would need to apply it to the current situation that I'm in now. But I realized that, you know, obviously like what Michaela said for Galatians, when we have self-control, that's maturity right there. Because we are disciplining ourselves to control how we react. Because the thing is, some people, not all, but some people would do something to get a reaction from you. And you may not realize it at that moment, but that's the intention. And, and here's the thing, God knows everyone's heart. So if someone does something to you and you react, like let's say, 
they, I don't know, they steal something from your home without your consent and you react by getting upset, you have given them the reaction that they wanted because they have successfully gotten you upset to get the reaction that, okay, this person is obviously mad with me. So I think it's important to just learn how to control it. And I don't know which part of Timothy it was, but I do remember it saying um, love, self-control, and I think the last one was peace. I may be wrong, but um, it's important to just control your emotions no matter who it is, because you don't know people's intentions. Um, we're going to read Proverbs 29, verse 11. And in ESV, it says, A fool gives vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Um, yeah, this is basically just like um, self-explanatory. And I feel like Proverbs is very good about this. Like, it talks about fools a lot, like what fools do versus wise and stuff like that. And um, basically what Jessica was just talking about, um, when like someone worldly, well, I say worldly, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, when someone like this, what the Bible describes as a fool, um, gets mad, they typically just act out of their rage. Like they just don't care what anyone else says or does. They just like are very mad. And I feel like with Christians, not that Christians don't get mad, um, but when you are in closer relationship with Christ, your worldly desires tend to like fade away, like you don't really care about them that much. And then you tend to look at what God wants for your life. Like, for example, I know someone and they used to smoke cigarettes, but once they became a Christian, um, they were like, well, I don't even have the desire now. Like I used to like want to do that all the time, but now I don't even care about it. And so that's basically like the same thing. Not that we don't care about getting angry, but you see what I'm trying to say in the same way. Um, when you align yourself more with Christ, you are starting to act more like him. You're becoming like, not becoming him, but you're becoming like him. And so um, we don't really see Jesus getting mad except for that one time in the temple where he like flipped tables, but that was a part of the Bible for a reason that's in there for a reason. And so, um, it's different from like, Jesus didn't really have rage. Like he wasn't like, um, very like acting. He was, I don't want to say acting out because he did flip a table, but you guys are understand. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. He wasn't acting like, um, what the Bible describes a fool does. Like they act out of anger. Maybe they'll steal. Maybe they're um, they'll, like, get in someone's face or kill someone or do something like that. Jesus didn't sin in that way. He was just, like, proving a point, um, if that makes sense. So, it's basically self-explanatory. Um, fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. Um, human nature is to counter one another, like, in an argument. If one person gets loud, the other person has to get louder, and it becomes like a big argument escalates and I was reading a devotion it was like as Christians we should like try to calm it down and so they calm it down like you know um when someone's like getting in your face yelling at you be calm and then maybe they'll calm down so yeah that's all I basically have to say for that okay so I got two things to say one was um going back to what Kayla said about her friend um I took the time to go to Asselius chapter 12 I don't know if I pronounced it right but it says, remember also your creator in the days of me, before the evil days come and the years draw near, 
for which you say I have no pleasure in it. And it goes back to what McKay's friend um, like had no pleasure in doing um, those things that he or she used to do. So what I'm trying to say with this verse is that we are, like God tells us here, he tells us to remember him in our roots, right? And I think it's important to, to do that because when you remember God and when you remember his commandments and in those situations where you get upset, it requires self-control because you know that, like, okay, God is watching this person and I in this situation. What, like, think about it, right? Like how I use that example, if your friend stole something from you, think about what Jesus would have done, right? Obviously, number one, you know that when the tax collectors were, you know, doing all that thing that Jesus didn't like, obviously Jesus flipped the table. But in that situation, do you think it's appropriate to flip around tables, curtains, all that stuff? No. Literally, think about what Jesus would have done in that situation. Like how it says here, I have no pleasure in that. When you think about God's commandment and when you think about what Jesus would have done, you would find no pleasure in the things that you used to do. So let's say you used to cuss people out. You would no longer find pleasure in cussing people out because you now know that the Holy Spirit is within you and that it requires self-control. And the other thing that I want to talk about is... um, (laughs) Okay, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is like when it comes to self-control... Oh, yes, I remember now. So I was watching a sermon by Pastor Mike, and it was about peace in the storm. And I don't know if anyone is going through a storm. I know for sure that I'm going through a storm. But when I was um, hearing what Pastor Mike had to say, he talked about how sometimes most Christians, or not most Christians, sometimes we as Christians tend to look for peace in other places that don't have peace in them. What he meant is that sometimes we find we try to find peace in our friends or our loved ones or the things that we love. And we forget that the peace comes from the sorcerer. So who is the sorcerer? The sorcerer is God. And the message that he was saying is that we need to find peace through God. Because when we find peace through God, he's able to calm the storms. Because God is the prince of peace. And so when I think about that, I think about self-control. Because when we control our emotions and when we're calm, we're inviting God to do what he has to do, which is to calm the wrong seas and make it calm again. So whenever, like, I, I think I've said this so many times, but whenever you're in a situation that that would um, cause you to give a reaction, learn to have calmness and self-control. Yeah, I'm basically just going off that real quick. If you're like, well, then how can I learn self-control? Like, I get mad very easily. Um, Read the Bible. Pray. Like, ask God and he'll give it to you. That's what it says in James. If it's according to his will, I don't want to just say, like, he'll give it to you and it not happen. You're like, why did she say that if it didn't happen? But, um, yeah, God will give um, freely if it's a part of his will. But um, I don't have any closing remarks. Do you, Jessica? You know, someone who has, like, I want to be disrespectful, but if you know someone who has like, trouble with their anger, um, the best thing that you can do is pray for them 
or you can actually join with me in prayer so that you know you guys can pray because prayer moves mountains and prayer brings in peace so yeah yep and we don't have anything else for you guys so we'll talk to you guys next week pray more get into the bible some more um spend some more time with god and try to spread the gospel to someone this week bye guys bye